What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another Jets episode on the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. Alex, the Jets are 0-11, and that means we're almost there, man. We're almost there. Just five more games. So today we'll discuss the Jets-Dolphins, uh, the upcoming Jets and the Vegas Raiders, and as always, we'll have to talk about more off-the-field Jets dysfunction, and honestly... We're going to have to have an honest conversation about Trevor Lawrence, if it happens, versus Sam Darnold, man. It, it's, we're going to have to start getting, uh, start getting, uh, into it. But what, what's for et cetera, Alex? For et cetera, it's what we do every week, John. We're going to go down the, the Sunday slate or just the week 12, what is it? Week 12 we're into? Week 12 slates. And, week 13. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Well, no, it's week 13, but we got the, it's, oh, it's all the way till Tuesday now. Oh, that's right. It's right. Yeah, that's right. Because of all COVID. So we're going to go through the week 13 slates. I'm sorry. When you're a Jets fan, you just kind of lose track of the weeks. Cause <laughs> oh, at and 11. Point, we all get confused. All right. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. We threw the bye week in there, threw old things off. It's all right. <laughs> but that's what we got for Excedra today. The game slate, the slate of games, man. Let's go, right? See? What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another Jets episode on the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. I'm your host, John Malika, and as always, we got my main man, Alex, a.k.a. the Tratocaster. What's up, man? How's it going on this beautiful football Wednesday, dude? <laughs> What's going on, John? It's another uh, week, another Jets loss in the books. Uh, we had a football game today at 3 p.m., Steelers and Ravens, which start off sloppier than, I don't even know, it was just horrendous, man. The first first two minutes of the game, you're just like, turnover, 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 turnover. It was, you had that for work, at least, you know? <laughs> yeah, it was a nice uh, little background. Is it McSorley season? <laughs> I guess, I guess so. <laughs> no, no, no. PB from Penn State, who uh, came in and had a touchdown in the end. Yeah, it was a sloppy game, but Steelers are still the team to beat. Um... But we're, of course, uh, we are stuck talking about our, uh, 0 and 11 New York Jets. <sighs> yep. I feel, I feel it, bro. I'm, I'm right there with you. <laughs> b- b- before we even get to the game, man, before we even get to the game, we got nonsense with our <laughs> left guard, right? Alex Lewis, who our opposite one stinks. And now there's a rift between him and Adam Gase and, there was something funny going on because Gase in his press conferences was talking about Alex Lewis is not injured, but he's out and we're going to handle it, uh, you know, like personally, whatever, like internally in the locker room. Like once you say that, that means something's wrong. That means they're going to go fishing and that means they're going to find out. So they found out it leaked. Um, he, he was just like talking nonsense how he wants to get off this team and who wouldn't? We don't even want to watch it. Why would you want to play on it? Um, I can't imagine what it's like in the locker room, man. And so Adam Gase sort of had a, a spat with him. And, you know, not just another guy who just hates Adam Gase in the locker room, man. It, it, it's such a poisonous locker room. I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. I know, man. It's really it's horrendous to see. It's disgusting. What was the last time that we had such a toxic locker room? I guess like probably with like Santonio Holmes during the Rex Ryan era, right? That time? Oh man, yeah, but I don't, even, I don't even think it was that bad at that time. 
I mean, he got benched in the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah. but Gino Smith getting punched in the nose. Yeah, that's turmoil too. I mean, Geno Smith did owe uh, <laughs> some money, to <laughs> so <laughs> that that may cause a little problems. But this this is like your head coach. I mean, when, even with Todd Bowles and Rex Ryan, guys were still trying to play for these guys at the end. And you know, like I said, most of these guys didn't have an issue with the coach. But for people who are not aware out there, incarcerated Bob once again, um, who's a pretty reliable source on Twitter. Uh, caught wind of Alex Lewis, uh, you know, talking to Adam Gase and saying he wished that he left with, uh, Jamal Adams. Like he wished he just made that move. And Adam Gase pretty much said, fuck you and decided not to bench, decided to bench him and not play him this week, which is why it was a shock to McGovern when it came to game day and, Players are just not ready to not have a, your starting guard. <laughs> like, how do you even do that? And who is? Who Who is ready for that, Alex? Who? I, this team is – this is where it just becomes a, a, a joke. And, and, you know – How can I, that, I, I, you I go down 0-11? That blows my mind, dude. You're, 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 I mean, going to the game, you're 0-10, excuse me. But, like, how can you have some – how can you have ego? Dude, it's like we're a losing team. Like we cannot have like, all right, we get it. Times are times are tough. Like we're losing every single game. It is bad. It is. He really, said bad really words bad. in the locker room. He said bad words. Like okay, let's move on. Like you know what I mean? We're we're at work. It's Sunday. Yeah. And guess what? This is where like you got to be a good head coach and manage egos, right? This is where it's like this is where Adam Gase is supposed to shine, and he's not shining. So this is where he's like a terrible head coach. This is the same stuff that happened down in Miami. Dolphins fans were warning Jets fans of this type of nonsense, and here we go. Anyone who thinks Adam Gase is a good coach, you're foolish. I'm sorry. This man from the get go, play calling, management of the locker room, the what, just everything is toxic around this man. I don't, I don't get it. It is not. He, he's not suited to be a head coach right now. Maybe he can go learn. Maybe he can ch- change things around. People have. Bill Belichick was a bad coach. Turned things around. Doesn't look like it as of right now. Maybe he'll get another chance. But the, he's not good for this job. He's got to go, man. He has got to go. Like, And if there's any inclination, I know people are saying, watch, he stays around at the end of the season. If he stays around at the end of this season, I will. it will be very hard to watch Jets. It will be very hard, especially if fans are back in the seats next year. They get, the Johnsons are not that crazy to allow that to happen. Let's let's be real. Yeah, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. That's not happening because the Jets are on an eleven-game skid. Okay, which is the second longest in team history. I think that's one short of like the Rich Kotite Jets down like ninety-six. So, I mean, I, I think he, I think he, uh, I, I, I really think he's put on, he's. Put a name out for himself. Uh, I don't think anyone is out here calling him a good coach, and especially when you when you talk about like one of the perks of getting a head coach that's internal in a division, or you know that that kn- he's supposed to know the uh, that team at least that one team, right? Like he's supposed to at least have some. He's supposed to have insight on all the division games. You know, but we really want to have like super insight into the last team he was on, especially when it's like mostly like the same personnel and whatnot. Adam Gase <laughs> versus the Miami Dolphins this year. You know what the score is? 44 to three. 
We didn't score a touchdown, dude. It's 44 to 3. That's that's the score to that that Jets Patriots game. <laughs> All right? Like that, it is, that man. like, <laughs> like, like what's happening, dude? Dude, and like I like you and I thought they were going to cover last week. Like this is ridiculous. This is I the whole point is that you're as you said like we're supposed to know like you're supposed to know your divisional rival. This is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And against Fitzpatrick, like we like he was even playing that good. Like this was a close game. This is a winnable game. And like what's what's going on here? I I just don't get it. Uh, like Fitzpatrick was taken out for Tua. He was and then Tua was benched for being bad and now he's injured and then they put Fitzpatrick back in. And as you said like I mean, we had two fumbles, right? We we had we had Jenkins that got one, and Hewitt picked it up. The other one, uh, Q Will got it, and uh, my boy Harvey Langy picked it up. Um, but yeah, Fitzpatrick was what twenty four of thirty nine, two fifty seven, two touchdowns. It, it, it hurts me so much that it's both to the tight ends. Like, when are we gonna get? A linebacker that can guard the tight end. I I just need one. I just need one of those. Uh, can, can we can we find one? That would be nice. I mean, it would be really nice if we could actually get some good coverage over the tight end. Um, we it's just, never happened. Ah oh, man, it, it, I can't believe we let Gasecki just like get in there, and then we had <laughs> Adam Shane. Shane, however you pronounce his last name, like but, but, uh, this guy, like yeah. who is this? <laughs> like who is this? Who is this I'm, guy? I'm just dying. I'm just dying because Fitzpatrick is so clearly on the decline, and like he he knew he knew he could just throw it, do whatever he wants, you know, throw it under, throw it under, throw it under, and then kind of explode on the jet secondary when we like blitz because we have no natural pass rush. Like I, and he just knows it. Like he just, and it's watching it is so frustrating and kind of comedic because you, you kind of know what's going to happen, but let's give credit to where credit is due. And let's talk about the jets, you know, how the game actually went. Right. So we had the jets in the first half. Mm -hmm. It was three, three. Okay. We can't, we can't score and we're going to get into that in a little bit. And then that's going to be a, a, a topic because I think it might be more than Adam Gase. And it hurts me to say that more than anyone in the whole world. Um, but the defense was doing fantastic as we mentioned. And it was three, three, like the probably like, you know, the last couple drives, the second half. And they give that ridiculous pass to Devontae Parker. Holy God Almighty! I've never seen anything like it in my entire life. No, I'm like I'm not joking, and I like I'm not exaggerating or anything. I've never seen any, and they reviewed it, dude. It wasn't like okay, the ref missed it. Like it was an egregious miss, and I get it. Refs make mistakes. You just have to move on. The flag didn't get there. No, it was reviewed. The, like the ref like stared at it like with in slow motion, and then somebody called him. At the same time, like everybody was watching this, I, and like I, I don't know, man. Like, and 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 what blows my mind, like on top of that, is how much of of a momentum shift that was, because not only <laughs> are the entire Jets team like staring at that, like yo, 
that was it's, it's supposed to be our ball right now. And now now you get like a whatever however large that stupid pass play was. It's I can't even look at it anymore. Like it, it literally hurts my body to, <laughs> to to look at that like quote unquote catch. And and it's so crazy. Like after that in the primetime games me or at, slash the um, four o'clock. There's maybe like four or five instances where the exact thing happened. Even today versus Baltimore or Steelers, as it doesn't get us like two days ago. Um, where like it's a football move and the guy takes a step and they hit it out and they're like trying to assess. Like in no sh- way, shape or form is that a catch, Alex. Like I was going to put my head through the wall and it changed the whole game. And then we we're down 10-3 and now they get the ball back. They score the 17, you know, and then they get that garbage town, like Garbage time touchdown. Of course, we're not going to score. And that's the whole game right there. I know it's ridiculous because you're blaming on the ref. But, dude, like, what was that? No, I totally agree, dude. That that was a total momentum shift because that happened in the second quarter. We were tied 3-3. And then you just set this team up for an easy red zone, like, touchdown to the tight end. Um, but... Dude, I don't even know how that was a catch. I don't even know where the football move was. Devontae Parker didn't even think he caught that. He was like walking away like, all right, it's not going to – this is not it, bro. And then I'm sure he was just like, I can't believe that was a catch. I really can't Nobody on earth thought that was a catch catch besides the ref. Like literally nobody on the earth. Dude, I don't know how that's even reviewed and like – I don't know how the people in New York – I don't know how the rest on the field – I don't know how you look at that video and you say, that's a catch. That – like – he took one step, ball, didn't even have control of the ball. It was wiggling, hits the ground, goes back into his chest, and he holds it. And you call that a catch? He didn't even make a football move. Like, there was zero, there was zero, 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 zero football move to that. And for for everyone, I wish you could just see these group chats because John's instant was like, catch? Cat, like he was just going in in the in the group chat, just like catch, and it was like, you, oh my god, because like dude, because like I, I get it, we stink, right? We stink. We're we're zero and ten, and we're garbage. And Sam Darnold sucks, like right now, and, and I, it's hard to watch. And the defense is playing good, and that's what you give. Like that's how you're gonna beat us. Like that's what you give them. And they rev- <laughs> dude, they reviewed it. Like I, it was just so egregious. And I just, of course, nobody cares about the stupid Jets. You know what I mean? Like literally, nobody cares about them. So why would they talk about it? I'm sure that nobody even saw it. I get it. It, it doesn't. It's not going to change anything. It's not going to change the outcome of the game. It's not, it, I mean, I think it would have changed this one, but it's not. You know, it doesn't. Nothing matters. But. Just it was just so egregious, man. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I don't know. I I no. I I hear you, bro. It is. It was tough to watch. It was tough to watch. It was tough to see. I'm just laughing at this point because every possible way the season can go wrong, the season has gone wrong. Like from the beginning, like regardless how your your feelings on Jamal Adams, like we lost him. You know, we, we let, we, we just released Le'Veon Bell, like, for, not even try to trade him. We just moved him. And like, yes, I get it that Joe, Joe Douglas moved to be like cool to him. I get it. But it, but Le'Veon Bell hasn't done anything on, 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 on the, on the Chiefs. And he had, a, he even had a big spot one week where he was the only running back. All right. Yeah. On the super duper Chiefs. So like maybe it wasn't all, all, all Jets. Like let's but just, then, let's be a little fair. Sure. Then. 
counter then if you really thought that he couldn't do anything and like sure you can say like joe douglas did this to be a move like then why not even try to get an asset for him and like still try to move him to like a good team you know what i mean like at yeah, least try to get something yeah. in return at, the, at that point it, it's yeah. fine it's, it's fine either way it's water under the bridge at this point but i'm just saying every possible way the season could unfold to be like a complete disaster it has been a complete disaster of a season we've had <laughs> We see Joe Flacco actually moving this team and getting touchdowns, and then Sam Darnold like is just struggling, struggling to score, and it's it's really infuriating. On top of that, we've we've kept this guy for the remainder of the season because that's just the Johnson way at this point to be buddy buddy and be good to the guys that you hire because you have to make sure that the next guy that comes in here knows they have their job until the end of the season and is it's not a blemish on their resume it's just comical man every single way and then on top of that we only score three points against the dolphins it's not like the dolphins are world beaters out here but we only get three points against them like come on like this is just ridiculous at this point off bad decisions off bad offensive decisions okay i know it's ridiculous that sam darnold is not allowed to make an audible. I know that that's ridiculous. I agree that that's ridiculous. But you know what also is ridiculous? That we can't score a touchdown. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I get that. But like, at the same time, you know, you know, I, there's no other word. You know, it's also comical or ridiculous that how much nonsense is going around the play calling, right? Like we have, we have, we have Logan's and Gay scripting. First and second downs, okay? And then Logan's calls them, sends them to Gase, who sends them to Darnold during the game. And then Gase is the third down caller of the offense. And all of it stinks. Like, so, like, I don't understand. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like we're divvying up trash. <laughs> and, like, it's we like, really who are, cares? Dude. How, who's getting, who's getting the trash? Like, like, can we just change it up? Maybe like, like try a different formula, like instead of divvying up the trash all the time, like what is happening? No. <laughs> and what makes it even worse is that this is just where it just keeps adding on to like the joke of the season. We have Chris Johnson coming out here stating that this gaze is taking where the, where football is going and that he's an offensive genius and this guy is like an offensive guru. My God, man. And then we have Logan and Gase switching on and off when we see Logan actually move the ball with Flacco and then Gase wants it back. So like, what are we doing? Like, what, what is going on here? Like, Gase is like, you know, this guy's moving the football way too well. He's moving it way too well. I got to bring this thing back. Got to bring this thing back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like at this point, to be honest with you, I do believe honest to God, that our team is playing for Frank Gore. And we want to get Frank Gore a W. Um, but listen, man, shout out to Joe Douglas because our cornerbacks are the real deal, okay? Like, Javelin Goodry is the real deal. Bryce Hall is the real deal. Lamar Jackson is the real deal. E- even Arthur Mollette, like, he- he's good too. Like, I, I, I am so impressed by the cornerbacks. And of course, they're not, they're not all Darrell Revis right now. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, of, of course. But they're getting the craziest opportunity right now to just play number ones, play number twos. Like, 
staring at things like <laughs> that Devontae Parker happening play happening to them. You know what I mean? And being able to deal with it. And honestly, having like a, a pretty decent game on defense. Okay. Um, Harvey Lanky, he's, uh, he's, he's our age. He's, he's not a rookie or anything. He's our, but like, you know, he's, he's a beast. Um, the Denzel Mims, man, I, I, I can't, I can't get enough of him. Uh, I know he's on the offense. I can't get enough of him. Uh, but the one guy on the defense that's, uh, the stock is really down on. And I was really excited about him this year is Blake Cashman. Um, he's out again with an injury. Um, and he, he's going to have a tough time coming back to this team next year, man. We've got CJ coming back, CJ Mosley. I know we all forget about him, but he's coming back to lead the defense. Um, Peanut, who's on IR, he's got to be healthy by next year. Okay, he probably just doesn't want to play for her. <laughs> Gaze, I don't blame him. Um, and now we got Lange, even Hewitt, if he if he resigns. Like, we, we, there's some pretty crowded li- And then we need linebackers that can cover actual tight ends, like we said. So... Um, I think I'm kind of down on him, but I'm really excited about our our DBs, man. And we're gonna hopefully resign May Ashton Davis. Like it's it's not all it's not all bad. Um, but dude, Sam Darnold. Yeah, man, <clears throat> Darnold is pretty bad. But how do you want to do this? Do you want to go into offense right now? Break down some offense and break down some defense and and go stuff like that. Uh, how do you want to go through this? Let's just get to the defense first, uh, and then we can do some offense in Sam Darnold because uh, it's a real discussion. My, my attitude, my attitude, yeah, yeah, it's a real discussion. Yeah, my, my attitude is changing, dude, and I'm the number one, like number fourteen guy. Seriously, I really am. So it, it, it's it's bad. No, I hear you. I hear you. Um, so let's go through the defense. There's a couple guys that you know you already pointed out. Um, I, I want to start off with. Uh, Bryce Hall first. Bryce Hall did a pretty good job uh, cover, coverage-wise. You see that he likes to give up yards, but he's he's always there to make the tackle. Has to work. Obviously, he's young. He's still learning the game, but this is just good experience for him at this point. Uh, Ashton Davis, as you were pointing out as well, another guy who's been showing out as a rookie. I, I'm I'm happy about these guys, especially Bryce Hall and what he showed, especially having to go against Devontae Parker. Parker's no likes. I know he didn't. He speaking of a guy who just like was terrible under Gase, and now he's just like playing pretty well. Like he's no slouch to cover. And Bryce Hall had to go against him. Had to go against a number while not playing number ones for most of the season because we had. I'm not going to say that guy's name because honestly, I don't want. I don't even want to talk about Mr. PD because he just let everything go past him on everything. Yeah. But you know, Bryce Hall stopped. <clears throat> there's nine targets his way. Only five got completed and for a rookie going against a number one like that. Did a good job, and especially it was it should only be four because one of those is that stupid catch. All right, so really he blocked more than what it, what is actually recorded down here, and he changed the whole damn game, Alex. It, it changed the whole damn game, dude. It really did. It really, really did because the Dolphins only got two touchdowns, as you already pointed out. That second one was like pretty much garbage garbage time at this point, and they had two field goals and a touchdown, and we were just we were right there with them. But you know what? Like we, I want to see like if that game was close. We have to, we're going to talk about Darnold later. That's just the big question. But Bryce Hall, I got to give him kudos. He's one of the top three guys. Like I have to point out another dude, Q Will man, Q Will coming out here batting the ball out of Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick's hand. Like get behind the line. Fitzpatrick winds up to throw. Q Will's like, nah, bro, not doing it. Not in front of me. And gets his. He's been getting his hands on. He's been getting. He's been disrupting the backfield so well, man. 
just doing such a great job. He really is trans. This is like, this is his breakout season. And like, it's really hard to even like, it's really hard to, to flourish in it because we're trash. Like this team is trash. And the <laughs> there's no pass rushers. Exactly. I, I know. And it's like, at the same time, the defense was horrendous at the beginning of the season. Now it's starting to turn it up. And we can't. Because we have cornerbacks really, now, baby. I, cornerbacks, baby. We have those rookie corners. I'm so excited about them. I know. It's not. I'm not going to say his name because it just really infuriated me that this man would allow 90%. You threw 11 times on this guy. He allowed 10 completions. I can't dude, even talk trying about to, him. Dude, he was trying to, he was, he was literally trying to play himself off the team and it worked because he saw, he saw what Alex Lewis is, he saw Alex Lewis's way, you know, of like, just like trying to like scream his way off the team and, and you know, that wasn't going to work. So he decided I'm just going to play myself off the team. And like that literally worked. That's what he did. And he went to Baltimore. Congrats, bro. Good, good for you, man. You, you, you upgraded. You got, you pro, you may win a ring this year. <laughs> I hope he doesn't make the playoffs. Uh. No, I'll I'll be I'll be tight if he put if he's in the playoffs and he's actually playing way better than he was on the Jets. Yeah, like he turns it up. Yeah, if he turns it up, I'm gonna be so infuriated, just so infuriated. But another one I gotta give uh, a shout out to is Langy, man. Langy's been he made he had the fumble recovery. He's been all over the place, man. He's showing up in the in the run in the run stop and just causing havoc. Like, where's this I guy been? Him. Where's this guy him. been? I love Harvey Lange. I, I, I was uh, doing a little uh, read up on him, how he got into like a crazy car accident, and how um, he's like ha- he's like a changed man because of it, and how he like takes fo- he, like you know takes football really seriously now, and it's just uh, that look in his eyes, dude. That he, he he's he's leading our team almost every game now uh, in tackles. Uh, what, what, what more can you ask for? Uh, this guy better be on our team next year. Um, if we can get him and CJ Mosley as our like starters, I guess it's like the Mike and the inside linebacker or the double inside linebacker, depending on who is our defensive coordinator, who's our coach, of course. Um, and then we finally get that pass rusher and like that linebacker that can guard. A tight end, like just you know those two guys in the draft and free agency, like that's money. Our defensive line is money. From uh, as you said, Q will. I'm gonna put uh, Franklin Myers in there. I really like him. Henry Anderson's gonna go. Okay. Uh, of course, Fatu Cassidy's holding down the the nose. Nathan Shepard's doing okay. Um, we haven't really seen much of Zuniga. I think he had like 20 percent of the snaps this week. Um, the rookie, so hopefully he like starts to blossom a little bit into a pass rusher. But to be honest with you, this defense is pretty stacked, man. I know it sounds ridiculous. It sounds insane, like an zero and eleven team. But like relatively speaking, like next to, to next year, we can be a norm. We can be a, a normal team. We don't have like insane amount of holes uh, on the defense. Yeah, I can and it's showing week to week. We're staying in the games week to week, honestly, and we're gonna get to why we're not in the games week to week. Uh, but the defense, it, it, it sure as hell not them. I won't. I wouldn't say the defense is necessarily stacked because when I think of stacked, it's like every position is just like some dude that's like capable of making like a Pro Bowl. But we are, but we are, but we are, we are, we, we are fine on the defensive. Yeah, we have depth. I'll go with that. Like we're depth. We're 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 pretty secure on the defensive end for the most part. I still would like to get some upgrades. Like at the corners, like personally, like if they if they don't pan out, like we need more depth there. But what the rookies are showing us, what the young guys are showing us, 
is that they're capable. They're capable. Mollet, you know, you're a little bit higher on him than I am, but no, I mean, no, I'm, I'm about the same. I'm about the same as you. Like okay. I, 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 just, I just, I just like what I see. Like he's not, he's not, he doesn't do great out there, but he, he I, he's gonna be like a roster like um, bubble guy. Okay. Like he's gonna be trying to make the roster next year as like a, a backup slot corner. Hopefully we get us. I mean that's what we need, right? We, we we need a starting nickel. But but that's amazing. That's amazing that like you know I mean Goodry is just not you know doing it and Mollet is can't really handle it right now. That's fine. You know what I mean? Like the fact that no, we have Lamar Jackson and Bryce Hall as like actual pieces to guard on the outside. With don't forget we still have the Tremaine Johnson contract uh, on the books. So like this is huge that our rookies are actually like playing well at these positions because we have too much money on the books already in these spots. No, I, I hear you on that, and like I, I can agree with that point. I just wouldn't go with with stack, and I think that's still the position that we definitely need. Safety is looking to be pretty fine with Ashton Davis, who's starting to pick up plays slowly. We have Marcus May, who's been playing well. He's still disrupting passes, still making an impact on the field, and you know it's not there every single play. Like when he's in the like making the the sacks or the big tackles or the big interceptions, but he's he's doing his job, which is all you need to do. In football, you just have to do your job. It's no one's asking you to be an overachiever. As long as you're at the position you're supposed to be in football and getting to that point, you're doing your job. If you are able to do more than that, that's what makes you great. That's the thing about football. It's just doing the one task you're asked to do. So for defense, it's pretty solid, man. I think, but the person who has just been showing out so far, who I just wish we could just like the fans see them. Like we're watching for the young guys at this point, and it's really Q Will that's really playing out. And it's just so hard that we can't really bask in the glory and just seeing this next step. And, and that's just really the tough part. But let's move on to kind the of the opposite. Part. Kind of the opposite of what it usually is, right? It's usually yeah, like it really I, I come to Leo Will, right? Where it's like the, like the team is doing well and like he's like he doesn't really show in the stats, and now he's really doing well, and we're just like, oh, we stink. Like, but it's really cool because I think that he's almost at the level of development as Leo Will is right now. On the Giants. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're kind of like the same player right now. And so that's really cool. Like, you know, if he can always, like, stay on that trajectory, like, he, he's going to be really, really solid, man. And a, a pass rusher and a coverage linebacker and, like, a number one CB and, and, a, and a slot, you know, nickel, will we'll change this team. Like, we'll literally, like, completely, like, you won't even recognize this Jets defense. You'd be like, who are these guys? Yeah, no, for sh- for sure, man. I totally agree. I totally agree. Let's move on to the offensive side, though, because this is where you know there's actually been some players that we like. For I, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna work my way up to guys that I liked this game. I have to give it out to Bashar Perryman as number three for me, man. Like as much as you know, this is a big issue with him, though. The two seasons in a row, he's started to turn around this time within like the last five to six games. I can't I can't deal with this, man. You have to play. A full complete season. I understand you dealt with injuries, but I like what you did this past game. You, Yo, he you makes crazy out. catches, dude. He made some good catches. He got he he went four for eight for seventy nine yards. Almost had a touchdown, and you know it's so sad, so sad. Almost had a touchdown so is a thing for us. It's the saddest thing in the so, whole world. It's so sad. And then number two, number two for me, Denzel Mims, another one. Almost had a touchdown. My God, man. My he's so good. He's he's so good. It's it's, he it's really so good. hard. It's so hard to not see how good he is. 
It really is. And that's, and this is the other thing, because if we actually had a humming offense, you know, when Flacco's in, he actually looks really good. Like he had the crazy catch that Flacco had, uh, what was the last week against the Chargers over the shoulder. Oh, for Dude, Bounds, Flacco, right? Flacco looked better in this offense than Sam Darnold. And you know I, what? It hurts me so bad to say it. I agree with you, man. And I have to give a, a tip of the hat to uh, Robbie Sabo over at JetX because he called it, man. He he said this. He said this on Twitter and retweeted it recently. He said, watch the Jets move the ball better under Flacco because Gase's system is more for a stationary – not." You know, for a pocket quarterback, like a, like a Peyton Manning. That's what Joe Flacco is. It's this, this offense is not designed for Sam Darnold, someone who's mobile and likes to be out of the pocket and stuff like that. But look, D- Denzel Mims, we should be happy. He's a really good, he's a really good player. And he went four for eight, 67 yards, almost had a TD. Man, this kid's good. He's good. And he's also like, he's, he's, he, he can, he can make moves. He can, Especially when Jukes to get the extra yards after the, after the catch, he's 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 good, man. You know it, I know it. Jets fans see it. We just need now someone stable under center to do it. And the last person I have to give the the shout out to because he had a really good game, and I saw that he wanted to win in his eye. It's Frank Gore, man. Like I won't usually give it to like a, an old older guy, but he's about to be thirty eight next year. Dude had seventy. What was he had seventy? Uh, I think it was seventy four, seventy nine yards. This game I think it was seventy four. And he was just had chunk after chunk yardage, especially in the second quarter. When we were close, man. When we got the field goal. No, when we missed the field goal. When Sam Ficken clanked that one. Back-to-back 15-yard runs. This dude was showing up. He got us into field goal range. And then he gets us another first down off a run. Yeah, Ficken's done, dude. Ficken's done. Ficken, and, Ficken, and Ficken is just, ah, man, that was, that was annoying, man. Because that, that was another momentum swing. Because we could have at least been like, all right, they got seven, we got six, we're still in this. Or no, they got ten, we got we got uh six, we're still in this. Nope. Another one. So those are my top three guys of the offense. But overall, it's the same stuff that we keep seeing, man. We move okay between the twenties and then stupid plays. Like Sam Darnold, man, yeah. making stupid plays. And yeah. I can't and it drives me nuts, dude, because Crowder, Perryman, and Mims are good. Like we, yes. like they're good. They're, honestly, they're good. Like, there's no, there's no other way to say it. They're good. They're yeah, like, no. if they were on, if they were on the Steelers, they'd be. I mean, like, if they take away all their guys, put these three in, like, that'd be fine. They'd move the ball the same. Honestly, Dude, they. This team can easily move the ball. Like, we have the wide receivers. Like, Denzel Mims is fine. Crowder is like, I mean, Denzel Mims is good for like a rookie, right? I can't wait to see what he's going to be f- further down the line. Crowder, yeah. probably our best wide receiver. And or with a coach, make, yeah, with a. Absolutely. And then <laughs> Perryman's making and then Perryman's making the big catches that you want. He's making the catches that you want right now. And you're like, what is going I'm just like, what is going on? What is going on, man? With it? like Darnold. This is this is the this is the issue at this point. Like I mean the offensive line is bad. The offensive line is bad. The offensive line is bad. Mm-hmm. But besides seventy besides highway seventy seven on the left, like you didn't mention him. He's our number one player overall True. on the whole team. So like, we, we kinda just like we we just kinda take him for granted at this point, even though he's a rookie. But like he's just he is the number one. He's our best player, highway seventy seven, like Mackay Beckton, like he is the number one guy. For sure. And the reason like I don't have like I mean, he can he can easily be number one every single week, and yeah. like he, it's just what he does is just amazing, dude. He's the he has to be the best 
left side tackle in this game so far. No one, like, it is rare. Like, he's given both Boses, like, <laughs> issues. That's wild. Yeah. He, like, that's just insane to me. That is a dream. That is an absolute dream, and we have it. So Joe Douglas's picks been solid, man. Been solid. And I have to go, I have to just say this. I know people are upset with Joe Douglas with having a losing team right now and how things like letting Robbie Anderson and how free agency went and like we're not having a competitive team. Relax. Just like honestly, relax. It, it's this is his first offseason. This is his first draft. He inherited a mess and this is his first time to actually make like actually try to do work. And look, GMs are going to make mistakes. Not everything's going to be perfect. And it's not even a mistake. The Robbie Anderson, listen, it's not even a big mistake, man, because we're going to get a, we're going to get a comp pick. If he's going to, if he's so good, we're going to get a comp pick. We're going to get a third or fourth rounder or, a, you know, a third to fifth. And no right. problem. That'll be, a, yeah. that'll be, fan- that's a Bill Belichick move. I, I, I don't know how else to explain it. Like, it's, don't, don't overpay the guy that you drafted because you don't think he's going to be that good. And then if he is that good, you get the comp pick. Like, that's a Bill Belichick move or a Ravens move. And like, I mean, those are the friend or like a Steelers move, and that's that's what we look up to. That's what we're gonna th- they're gonna do that with Juju Smith Schuster. Literally, they're not gonna pay him. <laughs> you know what I mean? They let him go, and then once he signs and he does well, Pittsburgh is gonna get that comp pick. You know what I mean? So like, it's not that crazy that we did like that we did that with Robbie. So like, I don't even I don't even like all that heat on Douglas for that. It's not in like I'm upset that he let Robbie go, but this is like it's not the. It's not the move where I say this is ridiculous. Like this is the this is what the 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 straw like that <laughs> breaks the hat. Like, come on. Like there there we've seen worse, guys. Like we've actually seen worse. Do, if you we have do we have do I have to take you back to what Izik did to this team? Do I really have to take you back to what Izik did to this team? Really, a guy who did not spend in free agency and a guy who could not draft for his life. Like with McCagnan, he overspend. And was at least okay in the first round and couldn't do anything afterwards. So we actually have a guy who's drafted well through the first four rounds, traded back, got guys who are actually good. Like we're seeing young talent. That's what you need. That's how you build a team. For most sports, you have to build through the draft. It's not free agency, especially in football. You don't have the money to do that. That's ridiculous. You got to, you got to draft good players. This guy just, demonstrated through the first four rounds he drafted really good players and now you're all like ah we're over joe douglas relax man relax the one questionable thing is that we only took one wide receiver the quarterback is the most confusing thing that's probably the most that and robbie anderson (laughs) are my two most head scratching things that he did yeah real like honestly like you're you're upset that we're not fielding a team and if you're gonna say that why hasn't he fired gase he doesn't have the capability of doing that he doesn't (laughs) yeah and honestly Guess what? He has six years with the team, and he's gonna—he's probably gonna go to the Johnson and be like, "Look, man, I got six years here. I need the control to choose a team." Like, no, he's gonna playing. draft his. He's gonna draft. His, no, he's gonna draft his coach. He's gonna draft. He's gonna no, draft his coach. He's gonna choose his coach, whoever he wants. I'm kind of nervous. It might be Doug uh, because um, Joe Douglas won in Philly. Doug Peterson's rumored to be having a rift with the owners. Jeffrey Lurie. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm nervous that might, uh, come about with, uh, Trevor, like, you know, with a new quarterback, but we'll see. We'll, we'll cross that road when, it, uh, when we have to. But speaking on Joe Douglas, him, him, uh, getting, uh, Pat Elfine, uh, the left guard off, off waivers. I mean, he knew something was going on with Alex Lewis. So that's, I mean, 
I like that he at least has a pulse of the team. You know what I mean? Like he knows that like he was Alex Wilson wasn't going to be allowed to play, and like we had to get somebody in there. But you know he's not good. Like he got cut. Like he, the, you know our guard our guard plays tough. McDermott on the right tackle is tough, tough to watch. And so Sam Darnold got a 51 passer rating, two picks, 16 for 27, 197 yards. Got sacked three times. I think that makes like 22 sacks in the seven starts this year. Like it's tough. Okay, like there's not. Yeah, and and I, I'm gonna do it, man. I'm gonna ask you. Are you off Darnold? Are you off? Are you off number fourteen? Are you are you ready for the Are you ready for the dreadlocks? And we're gonna get into whether or not that's even a possibility. But let's just talk right now, just with the number one guy with Lawrence, and let's not get into you know quarterback number two and three. <laughs> let's just hope we get the number one. Um are you off Darnold for for the dreadlocks for, for the dreadlocks for the for the, for Goldilocks? <laughs> uh, if we have the chance to draft Trevor Lawrence, we should draft Trevor Lawrence at this point because, as much as I'm with you, man, I like Sam Darnold. I defended Sam Darnold. He will probably have a resurgence career some somewhere else. And this is where this is this is what I'm going to say with Sam Darnold. I don't think he's the worst thing out there. We've seen the worst thing out there. All right. I still remember Christian Ponder. <laughs> uh, like that—that's bad. Okay, the dude could even pass. Like that is bad. Darnold could at least—he has the decency. He has the capability of making passes. He has the capability of rolling out. He can do that. The the offense is not designed for him. My issue with Darnold though is that he keeps making boneheaded plays. I don't know if this is just him being uncomfortable with having no O line and a head coach. And an offensive system that just does not work for him. Because we saw him do it last year. You know, I'm not giving credit to Gase for the, the seven wins, but those seven wins, we saw Darnold play. That's that's in there. That is definitely in there. At this point, though, do I want to take another chance, another year, and figure out what we got in Darnold? No. I can't I can't say that with a straight face at this point. If we have the chance to draft Trevor Warrens. If we have the chance to draft Trevor Warrens, I cannot be a would I cannot say with a straight face that we should bypass Trevor Lawrence, trade that pick, and then keep Sam Darnold. I we have to take Trevor Lawrence. Now we're going to talk about the other quarterbacks. I'm not too savvy on them yet. I'm not into draft mode yet. You talk about that Ohio State quarterback. I agree with you. No Ohio State quarterbacks at all. It just it is it is terrifying. I'll, I will literally I'll lose my mind. It's just I cannot do it. I will not do an Ohio State quarterback. It is that trek right. If you have a problem with USC quarterbacks, boy, you should have a problem with Ohio State quarterbacks. Uh, Fields ain't it. <laughs> and I, I just, well, I'm just saying that right now. Um, but yeah, man, I think, I think it's, I think if we get the number one overall pick, we gotta, we gotta move on from number 14, Sam Donald. How are you, how are you feeling about it? Dude, it's tough. It's really tough. Um, because Sam Darnold's decision making, like, is Mark Sanchez like. And that's the best way to put it. Like, I'm watching Mark Sanchez throws with more zip. All right. Like, Mark Sanchez is a little more, like, a little more ducky on those throws. Um, he really, like, everyone's been, Laughs at me so bad when I say this, but he really is a lot like Andrew Luck. 
But he but his team is not as good as Andrew Luck's team ever was. His coaches has never been as good as Andrew Luck has ever been. But he's just like him. Like he needs those rollouts. He needs that line. He gets beat up. He makes ridiculous interceptions. Like insane. <laughs> like they, I'm like who who are you throwing to, dude? Like just bad decisions. But if he's like, if it's impossible for him to make a freaking audible, if if he wasn't allowed to make a motion until like week four, until like Rich Semini called Gase out on it. Like, if, th- if this is all true, like, how much is really on him, man? Then it, then it really is just the Jets. You know what I mean? Like, we just, like at, at this point, it, it's it's the Jets. Like, because we, we are keeping Gase there for whatever reason, because our philosophy is we have to, we can't fire coaches midseason, you know, because that keeps whatever, you know, authenticity, credibility with a new coach, whatever it is that you guys do. And, and we're keeping this guy Gase, and, and this is his, this is what he does. So, like, at the end of the day, then it's, then it, then it is our fault because, like, he won't let the quarterback live. He won't let the quarterback be, be great. You know, it, it's so crazy to say that. Like, but he, like, is literally hindering him because he limits what he can do. Like, imagine, there, imagine, like, uh, if you could just go back right now, I know we all watched it, like the Raiders Chiefs game, right? Uh, you know, or, or like, what the, oh, the Raiders, Games on primetime when when Derek Carr was like uh, was like commanding you know the line here and doing this and doing that and we saw how good Derek Carr can be on like a random day because he was he was figuring out the defense like Sam Donald doesn't have that chance dude and 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 so because of that <laughs> I, I I don't think he's gonna do I don't think he's gonna be on this team if we if we get the number one pick we have to take Trevor Lawrence. I'm starting to get worried, though. I'm starting to get worried because, as you said, Frank Gore, <laughs> he's got that look in his eyes, and he said in the press conference he's not trying to go 0-16, and I think we're going to get the W. I think we're going to get the win. Fight. And and if the, Jag- the Jaguars are keeping Glennon in, they lost by two versus the Browns. If it's if we have the number two pick and like now we're staring at Trey Lance from North Dakota, <laughs> I mean, he's good. But now, now we're having conversations. You know what I mean? Now it's like, oh, I don't know. St. Donald's is pretty good. Let's see how it is with a new coach. So let's not like jump off the 14 bandwagon, right? Like let's, let's just, let's just keep it, let's just keep it real and on the table. If, if we have the number one pick, Trevor Lawrence is the deal. Sam Donald will be traded and you're going to do great somewhere else. If we have the number two pick, now we're having serious, serious conversations. Like now we have to figure out who the coach is, what he feels, how Trey Lance looks, who wants the second pick. If, the, if somebody likes the guy from Ohio State, want to trade up. Like now we're having conversations. But uh, Sam Donald, I see him being like a, a top 12 quarterback, 10, you know, max out at eight. You know what I mean? Yeah, I could. I could see that. 8 to 15 range. Yeah, I could see that. And, you know, the thing is, like, God, he he reminds me of, like, how Big Ben started, although he didn't have as many, uh, his completion percentage is not there, like Big Ben, because Big Ben Ben was finishing, like, completing, like, 66, 60 to 66% between his uh, first three seasons. Darnold, right now, (laughs) 
Donald right now is between 58 to 62. It's okay. It's just, it's, it's, it's just tough it's to just compare. Tough. It's just tough to compare it's, to it's the Steelers because they have like a real organization. They, got the, they had the offensive line. They had the coach. They had the owner. Like Big Ben yeah. had to do nothing. And he won the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Just for, had to be there. Look pretty. For sure. For sure. And here's the thing. So let's go through Donald's first two seasons with the Jets. 17 touchdowns. Uh, he had 15 interceptions through for 2,865 yards. And then his second season, 3,024 yards, 19 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. So he increased by two touchdowns and dropped by two interceptions, which shows that he was actually kind of moving in the right direction. Keep in mind, both those seasons were 13 games. He did miss three games each of those seasons. And then for Big Ben, who started... 14 games. He started 13 games his first season. He went 17 for 11 for 2,621 yards. His second, his second season played 12 games, went, uh, had 17 touchdowns, nine interceptions for 2,385 yards. So we're not like, they're, they're not completely like out of the like ballpark. If we're talking about like how guys are supposed to start, the third season is where, you know, and Big Ben's had 66 completion, 62. His third season, he actually dropped down to 59, right? And he had 18 touchdowns, 23 interceptions, by the way, for 3,513 yards. And that was his third season. And then the next season, he won a Super Bowl, by the way. The next season, he was able to, he won a Super Bowl. And I'm not saying this is the same trajectory for Sam Darnold, but I'm just giving you numbers to show, like, realistically, like, Darnold's not this complete wash of a quarterback. He's just, he, it's just this team, and you cannot keep him because we don't have enough on him if we have the first overall pick and you have this legitimate franchise-altering quarterback. But you have to have that real conversation, as you said, John, if we're talking about the second or the third pick, and we have to discuss, like, all right, do we want one of these guys now? That's where it really comes in. So I want people to understand Darnold has been playing poorly this season. Absolutely. That is no question about it. He still has talent, though. And I know that if he goes to another team, who's much more stable than the New York Jets? He will be fine. You want proof? Look at Ryan Tannehill, and you saw what happened when he left Gase's, uh, Gase's grip. So that, that's that's all I have to say about the situation. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna get the W, man. I don't know where it's gonna come from, but I know it's coming. So we need we need Duval Nation. We need the Jaguars to step it up. They have the Vikings this week. One o'clock, Kirk Cousins. It's possible. That's all I'm saying. It's possible. Uh, but when it comes to the Jets, they have uh, the Raiders this week. The Raiders are traditionally not really good on the East Coast. Just as the Jets fans know, the Jets are not good on the West Coast. Uh, the Raiders kind of share that same uh, mentality, unfortunately. So the Jets are uh, eight-point underdogs. The Vegas Raiders are have are an interesting team, right? They were just on the come up. They they beat the Chiefs this year, and then they had that uh, they came off a game where they should have, they could have, should have <laughs> beat the Chiefs, right? It was a close game. They didn't do it, and then they got absolutely tossed last week by the Atlanta Falcons, where we were both absolutely so wrong on this. I don't think though. I think the whole world was wrong on this. Um. But it's an interesting game, dude, because they got blown out 43 to 6. But 
Yet Matt Ryan had 185 yards, a rating under 80, and an interception. Like, <laughs> it, made, it makes no sense. Absolutely no sense. And I wanted to say, I think we were both terribly wrong last week on a lot of these games because, man, we'll go into the, into the et cetera, more into it. But, uh, yeah, man, I don't know how I feel about the Jaguars this game against the, or no, I'm sorry. Um, what am I talking about? I don't know how I feel about the Jets against the, the Raiders this week. The Raiders are going to come in and just do, and do what they got to do, man. Like they're, they're going to, there's no way. There's just no, like, there's a, there's a chance, like, I'll keep, I'll say this, there's a chance the Jets can do it, but there's just no way, man. If we got Darnold back out there now, I just, I cannot see this. Oh, man. That's tough, I, but I, I'm not going to go there. Really, I'm not going to say, I'm not even going to say the Jets are going to cover this one. I'm not going to say they're going to win this one. I've said that the last two weeks, and I've been dead wrong on both of them, um, which probably means that I'm, I'm a, so I kind of want to say they will just to make sure that we lose. Um, but it, it's really all about the defense when it comes to the Raiders. Like it, it, it's not about how much, how many points the Jets could put up on them. I just love Chris Berman. I, I can't, I can't, I cannot say that. I need, I need like, that man because it's been pretty depressing having to talk about the Jets this episode, especially when we just had to talk about Darnold. Like it, it, I, that. I, love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, like Carr had three fumbles and a pick last week. All right, Jacobs had a fumble. The Raiders got sacked five times, and their cornerbacks were the worst, were injured, and the worst things I've ever seen. So honestly, man, if the cornerbacks are still not healthy, Donald might rip up this team. So he, he honestly might. Um, and then that we're all, everyone's gonna, everyone's whole mind's gonna change, and that, that be, it, it's really all about the secondary, and whether or not we could hold out on Max Crosby and he doesn't murder Donald. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's the whole yeah. game plan. Yeah, I just um, I'm at the point, man, where I can't, I really can't put stock into this team. Like even thinking about even covering, like at this point, just because it. And actually thinking about it, like Darnold has not shown that he can score with this team, really. So the Raiders have they're an up and down team, as usual. The Jets are just doo doo, like point blank. I can't see this. I can't see this being a close game. I can't see it. Like I can't see it going far at all. I the the Raiders are most likely going to win this one. They know? should. They they need they need it for themselves. So Gruden better figure it out. Figure it out, Gruden. <laughs> Facts. All right. Don't I lose think- the gaze, dude. Don't lose the gaze. Don't be insane. Oh my God! Can you imagine? Can you imagine the 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 ticking of that ten year contract? I think we're into year nine at this point. So. uh no, sorry, year two of the of the. I was thinking about counting down. We got we got nine more years in this. God, <laughs> who gives a ten year contract to a coach? <laughs> what is going on here? Can you imagine if, you know, alternate history? Can you imagine if like the Johnsons were just like so bullish on Gates? So, like you get a ten year contract. <laughs> Rip my hair out. But, Insane. but yo, they, they, they have to do, yo, the Davises have to do some weird stuff with like putting their money in escrow and stuff. Cause like it's guaranteed contracts and like the hundred million, they have it. They're a mess. Facts, man. Straight facts. <laughs> you, you got anything more else about the Jets? <sighs> no, nah, man. I just, I hope San Donald has a really good game. Uh, I hope we. Cover but lose because good teams win, but great teams cover. And we're definitely not a good team. 
So let's get that L <laughs> and let's get that cover. Um, but that's it, man. Hopefully the Jaguars win because I, I, I'm telling you, I, ha- I have my I have my eyes on the, the Week 17 Bill Belichick Patriots. They'll ruin everything for us. They'll ruin everything so he doesn't have to see Trevor Lawrence. Oh, there is one more thing that I want to get into, and I, uh, I am so glad I remembered. I was listening to the Ryan Rosillo podcast this week, and mm-hmm. our main man, Jonathan Vilma, was on there. And, okay. oh, man, I love Jonathan Vilma so much when I was, a, a, you know, a poor little season ticket holder collecting all my money so I can go to these games. Right? I love Vilma. I had a Vilma jersey. He was talking about how, first of all, he says he, he like denounces the Jets for whatever reason, kind of right now. He's like, oh yeah, like I, I'm in the Saints, like whatever, whatever, whatever. He said that the, uh, Bill Belichick, um, worked him out before he got drafted. And he said he had him and somebody else, um, like working out for like a full, full, like hard workout, just them two. And then at the end, Bill Belichick said like, okay. And then, like, left, didn't say anything to them. So he was, like, pissed off about that. After all these years uh, with the Jets, Bill Belichick, like, never sought him out uh, after um, the game or anything like that. Like, never said what up to him, like, nothing like that. But one time, when Vilma was on the Saints, Bill Belichick goes up to Jonathan Vilma after the game, shakes his hand and goes, I'm so glad you're on the Jets anymore. Yo, I hate Bill Belichick more than anyone in the whole world, dude. I hate that guy so much. I get it, though. Like, for Vilma, he's probably like, yo, what a good compliment. Like, this guy doesn't want me in his division. You know what I mean? That means, like, he thinks I'm really good. You know what I mean? That's awesome. But, dude, the fact that that's what's going on in Bill Belichick's mind, like, one, I kind of like it because, like, we stink and stuff, but we're, we are still, like... And he's like David Winsorables and he still like hates us so much. Like I kinda like that, you know what I mean? But at the yeah, same I time, you. I hate Bill Belichick so much, dude. I hate I, I equally hate him. I like just as much as he hates us, I equally hate him. Who do you hate more, Tom Brady or Bill Belichick? I mean like I don't know because I myself like kind of like watching Tampa like able to like not be upset like when they win, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. or like do well. I, it might be the Arians thing, uh, but I'm kind of like on and off about this whole Tampa stuff because of honestly because of Bulls because everyone's calling Bulls this 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 electric defensive coordinator and how the Jets are so dumb right for 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 cutting him right everyone's and then like the last couple weeks has been absolutely atrocious and no one brings that up again I like that stuff drives me nuts but that's just me so but but but, uh, it's 100% Belichick dude 100% 1000% Bill Belichick there's he has no there's nothing forgive he has no redeemable characteristics about him besides how much he loves football that's it I can get behind you with that because he left the Jets for the Patriots. The ultimate. The napkin thing. And like, and it It sucks. It sucks. Yeah, but that's it. I I just, I just thought that was an interesting story uh, that I heard this week. It was like on Vilma. I thought it was pretty relevant. Um, But yeah. Nah, that's cool. Uh, That's that's cool. It's nice to know that. uh... (laughs) But Vilma, accept us, man. Accept us. It's not our fault. 
Yeah, dude. We, we yeah, Vilma was good, man. What's up, bro? Except us, man. We're except because he didn't fans, get a con- yeah because because they didn't resign him, so he's pissed. It's fine. Yeah, I would be too, man. I would be too. But I guess that covers for the Jets section. So let's move on to the et cetera now, John. Let's move on to the et cetera. And for the et cetera, as always, we cover the weekend slate, except for Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, first of all, shout out to the NFL for giving us the longest week of football ever. We're positive vibes here. Or positive podcast. Right, when, right, when right. we're not talking about the Jets because like it's too much. Um, so we had, we had football from noon on Thanksgiving until like 7 p.m. on Wednesday. Pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Not for sure, man. I mean, that was, I'll take as much football as possible. So it's going to be interesting, interesting though. So they play because they have what they need a couple of days. So they're playing Tuesday, right? Next week because of this. And so the Ra- yeah, so the Ravens are playing the Cowboys on Tuesday, but then we- now we got a doubleheader on Monday night. We get uh, Washington uh, versus Steelers, then we get the Bills 49ers. Okay, okay, okay. So let's okay. start there. Let's just start there. Let's work. Let's work. Let's work our way backwards since uh, we mentioned those um, Ravens Cowboys <laughs> next Tuesday. They they were pretty gritty today. They were, man. So you know how I feel about the Cowboys. Uh, this is going to be an easy dub for. Uh, Easy win for the Ravens against the Minus Cowboys. seven? Oh, give it to me, man. I'll take the over okay. any day. I'll take the over any day on this one. Minus seven. All right. You got you got Baltimore by a touchdown. All right, cool. Yeah, what do you got? What do you got? What do you got? Buffalo, San Francisco. Buffalo, San Francisco. That's going to be a gritty game, I feel like. That's going to be a gritty game. I feel like they cover. Um, it's minus one and a half there. Uh, Buffalo, underdog, uh, Buffalo favorites. Interesting, 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 interesting. I think I may have to go San Fran in this case. Really? I think, yeah, I think so. Who's a quarterback? Oh, that's a good point. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. Give me Josh nah. Allen, dude. No, nah, you're right. Rock it nah, on. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. No, nah, you're right. That was that was that was a very convincing argument. Good litigation. <laughs> good litigation. I'm going. I'm going with Buffalo. Going. With Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, let's go Buffalo. Might as well. I'm going Buffalo. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. I don't know. I was thinking right there for a second. Uh, so then we go back. Who who do you got? So you got Buffalo. I got Buffalo. We both got Baltimore. Yeah, we're this good. This one we no, got we the we got we got the Washington football team at Pittsburgh Steelers. Please tell me you got the Steelers for this one. <laughs> I I mean, tr- they don't cover, man. They the the Steelers don't cover these kinds of games. Like the so Washington's been pretty good. And they've been really interesting. They have a really, really, really solid defensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, and Alex Smith throws more than he's ever thrown in his entire life off the craziest surgery ever. <laughs> it makes it makes absolutely no sense. He's throwing like plus 50 times a game, just dinking and dunking and JK, J.D. McKissick all day. You know what I mean? Or, and Antonio Gibson is, is doing pretty well uh, in the run. And, you know, because this is still a Jets podcast, I'm really hoping we get Sheriff, man. Sheriff on uh, as a guard. I loved him coming out uh, of college, and he's he's due for a huge contract. He he looks really good on Washington. He's he's what makes Washington legit. So to be honest with you, I, I'm I'm definitely not taking Pittsburgh minus nine and a half. Hundred percent not. So you asked no, no, me no, no, to pick no, no. this game. I'm taking I'm taking Washington. I'll take Washington plus nine and a half. That'd be but my choice. Got, but you still got the Steelers winning, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steelers win this game. Okay. I, first of all, isn't it crazy how they're still undefeated? It'll be close. It'll be close. Huh? It's going to be close. They, they play – the Steelers play to their competition. So it's going to be a close game. They don't if, – if, if, if the other team is high-flying offense, they'll, they'll be high-flying offense. If the other team – <laughs> like the quarterback's playing bad, Ben Roethlisberger is going to play bad. Like they do, ex- they just gonna, mimic the other team. So that's what I was going to ask you: Is it the Steelers mimic, or is it Ben Roethlisberger mimics? Because I feel like it's more Ben Roethlisberger's. Like, nah, why not? <laughs> yeah, I'll do I it today. Like, yeah, it's the whole team, dude. It's, it's like they they just play to the other team's competition, and it's like it's really similar to like the. The high school and college basketball like CIO teams that I coach. Like when when they're really good, like when we're really good, we just and we're undefeated. Like that's happened. Like we've been undefeated the whole year and won the chip. Like what happens is, um, they we played down to our competition, and all of a sudden, like we we beat the best team in the league last week by like you know seventeen, and like in a crazy game, you know during the regular season, and now we have this game versus a team like almost in the bottom, and now it's like close in the first half. You know what I mean? It's because like we're, we're just like, yeah, yeah, we got this, no problem. We'll do this, this, that. Like it's not a big deal. So the Steelers, I feel like, uh, resemble that. So if you ask me to pick that spread, I'm taking Washington, uh, nine and a half. All right, all right, all right, all right. So then let's keep moving it back. Now we got Sunday Night Football. We got the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Denver Broncos. What you got? Yeah, so we got Denver off that crazy. Uh, quarterback nonsense where they didn't even have COVID, but they weren't wearing masks <laughs> around somebody who did, did have COVID, I think. Or, and then there, they had bro. a video. So everyone's blaming the quarterbacks. I don't know what's happening. Um, if this was in Denver, if this was in Denver plus 13 and a half, I would take this no problem any, any time of the day. Mm-hmm. At KC, I'm still kind of tempted to take Denver just because like it still feels like it might be close-ish. But yo, I would never. Be, I'm I'm not touching this game. I don't think I'm touching this game. Um, I just don't like minus thirteen and a half, Casey. That's that's way too much for me. So this is a, this will be a pass for me. But if if I if I have to take it, I'm taking Denver thirteen and a half. But yo, Casey, the offense is nasty as usual. Um. I just think Bulls stinks, dude. I just think Bulls doesn't know what to do when he's like facing like real talent, like Tyreek Hill, where something's like unusual. It's not Tampa. You know what it's I mean? I just We're don't. I, no, I'm just saying that's why Ty, that's why Tyreek Hill like murdered last week, where he got like oh, a oh. zillion in in the first in the first quarter. Because I just like yes, he's amazing. Yes, well, like Denver's really good on defense. Like. The, <laughs> they're gonna stop that. Like Todd Bowles, like no, 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 like we're good. Like we'll just treat him like we, you know, like a number one receiver. Like we'll just like stay off coverage. Like no, double him. Like you know, I, I, Denver is better at that stuff. They run the ball. They eat the clock. So uh, give me Denver plus thirteen and a half. But of course, I see a KCW here. Okay, 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 okay. By the way, thank you, Tyreek Hill, for getting me seventy-eight points in fantasy. You are. The God for doing that for me. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I got to go Kansas City as well on this one. And I hope it's another uh, route. Cause I two touchdowns? Did you run by two touchdowns? I think so. Okay. That's I fair. So. I just, I, I'm not touching, but that's fair if you think that. Like, I, 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 hope, I, I hope Tyreek gets seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. You're wishful thinking. Wishful. You don't actually think that's going to happen. 
Uh, I think they'll get two touchdowns. I, I think. You think they'll? they'll I don't. Think, I don't okay. Yeah, I don't because it's Denver's just talk about my sleeper team. That's just Dookie. Um, okay. Okay. Let's let, to, let's 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 run to let's run to the to the one p.m. the full one p.m. slate because besides, of course, the best game, the Jets Raiders. Uh, and the Jaguars Vikings, who we know are just the, the most important games of the week because it's gonna, it's the Trevor Lawrence Bowl. Um, the real, the real best game of the week, record wise, <laughs> the eight and three Browns versus the eight and three Titans, dude. Why is that? Where, where are we? Yo? Dude, it's bizarre world. The t- Titans are I minus keep- six at home. What do you got there? I keep telling you this team keeps falling up. I don't get it. They're just falling up. I really just don't know how they're doing it. This t- the Browns have legitimately figured out how to win. What is happening? What is actually happening? I I I I will continuously bet against them. Dude, what if they do what if they do what the Jets did, go 10 and 6 and don't make the playoffs? Oh my goodness. Are they going to beat the Titans? Are they going to beat the Titans? In Tennessee, <sighs> I don't, I can't, I can't see no it. There's I can't no chance. There's no chance. I can't see it. Uh, there's no chance. Sorry, Cleveland. I can't see it. Just because just just the Titans just have back-to-back wins against the Ravens and the Colts. You know what I mean? It's, oh, that scares me, actually. That makes me like the Browns more, to be honest with you. Oh, really? We'll see how the, yeah, like, you know what I mean? That, that like, you're, you're due for a calm down game. And the Browns had two disgusting weather games in a row. That's true. But look, I think for the Titans, they're getting back on track. They were off track for a little bit. It's, I mean, it's Derrick Henry season, dude. Track their seat season, baby. That's the question. Can can the Browns stop Derrick Henry? I don't think so. I think this is going to be I think this okay. is going to be a nice This is going to this will be a decent I won't say high scoring, but it's going to be a good scoring game. I feel like it's going to go up to the 30s. To be honest with you, I think that this is the beginning of the Ravens come back into the playoffs. Because as you know, there's three wildcard teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tennessee is going to try to solidify the division right here. Go 9-3. and three. The Browns have to start moving out. Have to start losing games in order for the Ravens to get in there. Dolphins have to start losing games. I think the Colts are going to start winning games. Uh, and get, and solidify a wild card spot. Um, yeah, no, this is so. I I I, I agree let's, with you on that point. Yeah, let's jump. Let's let's jump to that game. Let's jump to Indy at Houston, which is uh you know another AFC South. Um, right. Colts Colts at Texans. Texans got Will Fuller uh out with the PED suspension. Um, no surprise there. Brian Cushing is the strength and conditioning coach, uh, which is classic. Um. Oh, that's not fair. I'll say this about him, though. I'll say this about him because I, I do like uh, when it was on Apple Podcasts. Now I think it's strictly on Luminary. I don't know if Aaron Foster stopped, but Aaron Foster podcast, he did have Brian Cushing on, and he did say when he got that PD uh, suspension, it actually wasn't for P, uh, PEDs. It wasn't for it, it was for um, it was some sort of substance. Some sort of uh, I forget what it was exactly, but the the training staff was actually giving it to them. He was actually, dude. I'm pretty actually, sure. I'm pretty sure this is exactly what Will Fuller is saying. Uh, it's uh, no. This is like legit. Okay, that's interesting. 
I think <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like it's literally, both of them literally said the same exact thing. Interesting. Very. <laughs> yeah, and Brian Cushing very, is on the staff. <laughs> very interesting. Very, <laughs> yeah. very interesting. Okay then. So, so we got the Colts. <laughs> yeah. So we got the uh, Colts. Colts, you do it. We got the Colts at Houston. Um, the Colts are minus three and a half, so they got to win by more than a field goal. Um, Hold on, I can't. You know, I can't let this go by. This was like two or three years ago that Brian Cushing said this on Aaron Foster's podcast. I remember listening to this thing taking a train down to DC. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what is? Yo, my God, I can't. Yeah, man. It's classic. I really can't. I really can't. That team is just that. That team's yeah. They're done. Yeah, they're, they're not. Not only that, but I have a rule. When Will Fuller is not on the Houston Texans, you bet against the Texans. They stink when Will Fuller is not on that team. I, I don't know what like the the defense changes, Deshaun Watson changes. Like he's been on an absolute tear, absolute tear. Which I'm gonna keep saying it. I think that Trevor Lawrence is Deshaun Watson. He's just a white man's version. Like that 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 is what he is. Um, and Deshaun Watson's pretty good. <laughs> so you know what I mean. So that that like I think he might have a you know a slightly better arm. We'll see. Um, but yeah, that, that's about it. I, 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 I think Colts three and a half. I think that's easy. I think you take that. All right. All right. All They're right. trying to scare you away. They're trying to scare you away with the three and a half. They're trying to say, Oh, Colts play close games. Take the division Texans three. They're trying to scare you. Take the Colts. All right. I, I want to go through these three games quickly because there's two games I really want to get to. So let's finish these three games. Uh, Saints at Falcons. What do you got for this team? For this game, I guess. I, I, is Taysom Hill I love, come I, out and I love what Raheem Morris is doing. I love what Raheem Morris is doing, but Falcons stink. Give me the Saints. All right. Uh Detroit at Chicago. What do we got going for this well, one? what do you got there? What do you got there? I got uh I got I got the Saints beating the Falcons that one. By by a field goal? Yeah. They should they should they should be able to do it by a field goal. I agree. I agree. What's next? Uh Chicago at uh Detroit at Chicago. I mean, if if it depends on it depends on Akimex. If 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 the if their if their uh, if their tackle is playing on defense, the defensive tackle, take mm-hmm. the Bears minus three. If not, take the Lions. Also, if Galladay's playing, take the Lions. So you, you guys, it depends on the injury report. Um, honestly, I'll take the over over forty four. That looks good to me. Give me the over there. Yeah, yeah I could I could see that. I could see the over. Sure. I don't. I could see it. I, I don't know if I would be that bullish to go go with you, but I, I could see it. Uh, for me, that game, I, I guess I have to go with the Bears are minus you know, three. I know. That, I think I gotta go with Detroit, man. Just I, got, I can't. I can't yeah. doubt Stafford. I think Staff. You need a reliable quarterback. More reliable he's than the man. Trubisky. Yo, Stafford's the man. Yo, I'm feel so bad for him, man, because if he's on any other like solid team, he's. I hope he doesn't go to the Patriots, dude. I'm so scared. I will. I will be terrified. I'm always so scared. But yo, he's he's like he's like Fuller, where uh, Galladay. If Galladay plays, Lions win. Yeah. Um. If he doesn't, Lions lose. Yep, for sure. So, next game, uh, we got is Chargers at Cardinals. What do you got? I got Anthony Lynn as the second worst coach still employed in the NFL after Adam Gase. That's what I got. Uh. 
I'm sorry, Rams, Rams, sorry, Rams, Rams. What am I talking about? Oh, okay, good. About to say, about to say, because it's not the Chargers. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, they're both. It's, it's both LA, and they both have like close to the similar logo that I'm looking at. Sorry, the Rams, Rams or Cardinals. Uh, um, I don't really know. To be honest with you, I get the Rams wrong every single week. I stink at the Rams. I I don't. I hate Jared Goff. I have no idea what goes on there. I like Robert Woods. I hate what they do with running their running backs. I like Cooper Cup. I like their tight ends. I thought that I think that with without Andrew Whitworth, they're not gonna be able to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, give me the Cardinals plus three and the money line. I agree with you. I I I had Goff as my fantasy QB for a while. I had to drop him. He did oh, well for me in the beginning, dude. but he's he's done. He, he's done. He's bad now. So now we got uh, we got Patriots at Chargers. I gotta go with Patriots this one. I feel like even though Cam yeah, was about to say, kinda, good. The cam was kind of yikes. Yeah, dude, Anthony Lynn is literally the worst coach I've ever seen. So you give me the worst coach I've ever seen after what he did um, in the last two minutes and how he's handled the quarterbacks, and he's just terrible. Um, versus Bill Belichick, <laughs> it's a pick 'em game. Give me Bill Belichick all day. I agree. Now here's the two games I need to talk about because because not Cincinnati, not Cincinnati, Miami. Uh, we get, you know, okay. <laughs> the stinker, the stinker. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Go ahead, go ahead. Miami wins that one. There we go. We go ahead, go ahead. I'm just joking. All right, here, here, go ahead. here we go. Here <laughs> we go. Because last week we had we had to talk about the NFC least last week, and I have to come around. I have to come around. I don't know why. I had faith in Carson Wentz. My goodness, I am off this train wholeheartedly. Daniel Jones, you are by far. The quarterback in the NFC least. But you killed is. him. You killed Daniel Jones, dude. He's out now. Now they got Cole McCoy running the show. I know. I know. But I just have to say it. When you come back, Danny Jones, the throne is there for you because I don't know what is going on in Philadelphia. It is. I have no idea. That that team is just crazy. They they can't. I don't think they are going anywhere at this point. Just, just the performance they had against Seattle was mind boggling. Like absolutely mind boggling. Like they didn't even use their best player <laughs> at all. Which is. Do you think this changes versus the Packers? Do I think this changes against the? I think the Packers beat Philadelphia like by year. by oh, by by nine points or more. Uh, That's a lot. I don't think they. I don't think the Packers are. That Billy good. had that ridiculous cover last game. Did you know that 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 they, them going for two. That meaningless go for two at the end of the game gave him the cover on that. Wow. Yep. <laughs> wow. I, I gotta go with the Packers. I don't see it covered by nine though. Just because Philadelphia, yeah. for for as crazy as Philadelphia is, they do make games interesting. So I can't do it. But Packers do. Yeah. Win. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Uh. I'm not gonna be surprised if the Packers lose this game, man. This is such a Packers loss. Like uh, Packers losing to the Eagles. Uh, four o'clock, eight and four. Eagles f- become four seven and one. Uh, I don't know. I'm not gonna be surprised. This is exa- this is because to, the second team that I always get wrong is the Eagles because they always think, oh, they stink, they stink. I'm always like with the with the national. I'm always like going with the wave. You know what I mean? When the Rams are good, I'm like, okay, cool, the Rams are good, and then they and then I bet on them, and they stink. When, I'm, when the Eagles are good, I'm like, oh, they're good, and then I bet on them, and they stink. And they lose, or if they stink, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they all of a sudden murder. They have those Eagles games. You know what I mean? With like Miles Saunders is gonna have like four touchdowns. You know what I mean? Alshon Jeffrey's coming back, which by the way, Alshon Jeffrey's back. Alshon Jeffrey had some plays. He's back. 
I swear to God, yo, I was watching, I was on Jeffrey, and I was like, yo, this guy's like actually good. Why won't they use him? Like, he, he looks good. Pick him up in all your fantasy leagues. <laughs> oh, no. I don't have room for him, but I think he's good, dude. I really, I really do think he's gonna. So, honestly, I think the Eagles are gonna cover. Um, I'm not gonna be surprised if they win. Gotcha. Okay. I got the Packers winning. I can't see it. I can't see it happening. Last game. Their defense sucks, bro. Last game. Last game. Packers defense Giants. sucks. Giants at Seattle. I got Seattle winning this one just because I, I, it's Cole, Cole McCoy. McCoy. Yeah, yeah. It's minus 10 Cole McCoy. They're going to blitz the crap out of him. Um, Jamal Adams, blitz linebacker. I mean, uh, safety. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, coming out with the shots. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm not touching this game. Oh, man. Yeah. I wouldn't touch this game either with a 10-foot pole, but Seattle is going to win. Just And the reason I wouldn't touch it is because I don't know what Seattle's defense is going to They're going to blitz him like crazy, but somehow I can see just like, oh, my God, the Giants put up 27 points. Miraculously. It, that's just how it goes. It's just how it goes. But, but yeah, that about wraps it up for me, man. Yeah, that wraps it up for me, too. I was about to say the same thing. So thank you all for tuning in for another Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast, another Jets episode in the books. Everyone, please make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Uh, We're on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. We're, we're just sending off hot fire tweets. Um, <laughs> and, make, and make sure, please, make sure to tell everyone about this podcast. Please make sure to give us a review. Uh, Let us know what you think. Um, Yeah. And make sure to tune in later this week. Oh, I should just say next week because we record on Sundays. Make sure to tune in next week where we got another special guest coming on for the next episode of this podcast. All right, everyone. We'll catch you later. (laughs) Shout out to Ricey. Let's go Jets. Oh, yeah. Actually, hold on one second. Before we tune out. (laughs) Before we tune out on that. Ricey, congrats to you, bro. For doing your hard work, man. Everyone, if you do not listen to Ricey's music, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Because honestly, this man puts out some hot fire, okay? This man just put out his Spotify statistics today. And I got to tell you, I was, I know this dude is like awesome, but my God, I did not know this man was spitting hot fire like that. So let me read off some quick statistics for you. This man has had 194.3 thousand streams. 194.3k streams what are we ricey big ups to you 6.1 thousand hours what oh, that's not that's not even a big deal I, to me i think the 82 countries is a big deal i can't even i don't even know if i know 82 countries yo 82 <laughs> countries big one though 20.4 thousand listeners yo shout out to ricey man shout out to you ricey and with that now i'll say Take us out, listen to this great beat, and we'll catch you later. Oh, it's been going. It's been going this whole time. The Raisin Man's got us going this whole time. You're, you're right. He would definitely do this for us. You, you, you definitely do this for us, Raisin. Later, everyone.